I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to Resource. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of Remax Premier Properties, JT Pitts and Associates here in Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you for joining us again today on this beautiful Wednesday. It's spring, it has sprung, and uh, I'm just excited to be with you today. Excited for all your loyal listenership and viewership uh, each and every week. Like I said, uh, we're here every Wednesday. We come back with you know roughly thirty minutes of real estate talk, um, and and hopefully bring you know bring the value. So as a reminder, let's let's handle some business right here up front. Um, where can you find us? Well, hopefully you're listening live via our private YouTube channel or private Facebook channel uh, for resource. It is searchable. You can find it. Uh, not that difficult. Just type in resource, type in my name. You're not going to have a hard time. Ask for access. If you are a local real estate agent, would like to get in on the conversation, we will get you admitted. I share lots of premium content there. You know, what I'm reading, where I'm getting my information, uh, where, you know, what influences the way that I follow the market. So get in on the conversation there. Uh, resource, Real talk about Louisville real estate, request access, we will get you in. We also have a Facebook page that is facebook.com slash the resource podcast. You can find full episode clips or links, excuse me, to full episodes as well as clips that you can share, that you can consume. Um, if you're a team leader, you're more than happy to send those to your people. Um, hopefully, little bite-sized nuggets of information that we bring to you on a weekly basis, digestible in 30-second clips um, to get the point across. You can find us on audio only if you want to check us on Spotify, you want to check us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes is where most people listen. That's where we would love your support in terms of a five-star review. Mash that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And I am proud to report today, for the first time ever, we are available on, Seth, help me, Amazon Podcasts? I didn't even know it was a thing. I don't listen, but you know, I've griped and moaned about old uh, Mr. Bezos there and his... Uh, some like he wanted a blood sample or something before he would let you listen to my real estate content. Now we are there. I might have to just go to Alexa and ask her to play my podcast just to see if it happens now that we've been given the, you know, the blessing. Anyway, you can find us on YouTube, full episodes, youtube.com slash Realtor. Lots of other interesting real estate content you can find there. At J Pitts Realtor on Twitter or Instagram, lots of information. Once again, I'm going to keep saying it until uh, you get the hang of it. We're going to be releasing another piece of content this week under the JTPU brand under Resource Podcast. Those are five minutes, uh, very tactical, direct, and to the point. 
We're not playing the tactical drinking game today, despite the fact that we had tactical training this morning, had a, had a wonderful guest and discussed distressed property for all the agents of Remax Premier Properties. Um, but we're not going to play the drinking game. I'm just going to tell you these are direct and to the point, five-minute episodes that can you can put to work in your business right now. All right, now that we got all that out of the way, let's get to today's topic. I, I struggled a little bit, um, to, be, to be fair, uh, and I'll be completely transparent with all of you. This is a bit like and a bit of an out-of-body experience standing up here every once in a while having this recording this podcast. It's like having a 30-minute conversation with the wall or, or with yourself. It feels a bit schizophrenic, but um, you know, I got to feel good about what I'm going to talk to you about. I got to feel like it's relevant. I got to feel like it's useful. I got to feel like it's not going to be over in like 30 seconds if I just give you like a top five list and don't have any backstory to provide. That is an incredibly important part of this process. So for me, I, you know, struggle on a weekly basis to come up with something I feel like sometimes is really relevant. But I've also noticed, um, and if you watch our clips or you see our social uh, our, our Instagram reels or our TikTok videos, which we, we are on TikTok as well. I didn't mention earlier at, at J underscore pits on TikTok. You can find little snippets of the show that we share in a variety of places. And I, I have been really excited in, um, about some of the developments we've, we've, we've done, some changes we've made there. I think it's really valuable content. But we're getting really good listenership, uh, viewership on those. And I've just happened to notice as I'm, as I'm assessing the engagement that I've been real philosophical lately, right? And I think that that has something to do with the fact that we haven't really had any guests. You know, obviously I don't have a co-host anymore. It's just me up here. And I thought, you know, it'd be nice to dive deep into something. And it hit me, you know, as we were talking about distressed property this morning and a big part of my business is is coaching relatively new agents uh if not brand new agents you know somewhere on the spectrum of newness you know i mean i've been at this you know now about i don't even know 2008 so 13 years pretty much full time 13 years uh i'm still relatively new as it pertains to a broker that leads an agent count of about 80 um pushing 90 now and so what, what, what can I share that's really relevant for that category of agent, the agent that is our target market, that is who we support on a daily basis? Well, to me, there's a lot of questions surrounding what's next. Now, it's a great market for new agents. Let me tell you why. Or, or maybe, maybe it looks like a great market. Usually it manifests into somewhat active. I mean, certainly I'll take this over 2008 or nine any day. Um, when you don't know, the, the biggest worry you can ever have in real estate is never knowing where your next piece of business is coming from, okay? That's the biggest worry you can have. So I'll take worrying as to whether or not the business you found will actually make it to the closing table over not knowing where the next piece of business is any day. So it's a good market. And therefore, relatively new agents are progressing pretty far, pretty fast. They're having to consider things that usually you don't have to consider until substantially later in your career, okay? Like, where do I invest the capital, the resources, whether it be dollars or sweat equity or time, 
you know, energy, effort? Where do I invest those? In what sources of business, what actions should I take to build my business that will pay dividends in perpetuity into the future? What are those avenues? So I had this idea that over the spectrum of all the places in the residential real estate business that you can acquire business. You've heard me often say there is no bad way to generate a lead, and I believe it firmly. A mentor of mine, Mr. Tom Ferry, said that once, and it really struck me. I've kind of adopted it into my own lexicon, right? It's something that I say often. There is no bad way to generate a lead. This is a personal business. This is a people business. Okay? You know, you bring it when you have someone to work for, but how do you find the person to work for? How do you get them to offer you the opportunity? How do you seize that opportunity even when it's not offered? So that led me to believe, okay, there is a spectrum of reliability as it pertains to leads. Now, we all know leads become prospects, become prospective new clients, become clients, become raving fans, become sphere of influence, become call it anything you want, pull any title out of the air. It starts as an opportunity. A lead is an opportunity. That's nothing, there's nothing more. It gets no simpler than that. A lead is an opportunity. So today, I'm going to provide you with a top 10 list in descending order of lead sources from least to most reliable. And if you've been in the business any amount of time at all, you've probably heard of all of them. If you're relatively new, some of these may be foreign to you because you're not forced to do your business that way. But there will come a time, if you stick around long enough, there will come a time where you have to consider each and every one of these things. Now, the top 10 can be broken down into categories, and the categories themselves are very descriptive of the reliability. By reliability, what do I mean? I mean reliability to conversion, however you define it. What does conversion look like? Well, it depends, okay? If we're talking internet leads, conversion could look like having a conversation. That's conversion to conversation, conversion to appointment, conversion to showing up for an appointment, conversion to offer, conversion to closing. The ultimate conversion is closed transaction commission dollars in hand because it's how we, it's how the world goes around for us right it's how we it's how we you know it's how we participate in this industry if we don't get paid we can't we're not going to be in this business very long so ultimately that's what i'm talking about in terms of conversion but reliability of conversion as it pertains to source now i'm going to give you the categories first and then I'm going to go back within each category and I'm going to give you the descending list. So first, first category, least reliable, is what I'm calling self-generated business. What do I mean by self-generated? It means completely one-sided, unexpected, outbound prospecting. You usually 
are approaching a broad swath, a big category of individuals that you are able somehow to gain access to, either by contact information or other me- other means, but you approach them with no solicitation coming your direction. Okay? No solicitation coming your direction. You're, what does that look like, Jay? Okay? What does that look like? Self-generated. What does it look like? Well, top 10, number 10, um, in order of least reliable. I'm not saying these are completely unreliable, just less reliable than the, than, than the, the items on the list to come in the future. Number one, circle dialing. I'm not kidding, folks. Those of you that are new to this, you can buy lists of phone numbers. You can pinpoint an address on a map, draw a circle around it, pull a phone number for everyone that's inside the circle and call them and ask them if they want to transact real estate. That is a high effort, low conversion activity. And what I'm here to tell you is it's, it's, it, it has produced transactions in my career. I'm not going to lie. Um, it gets, it it doesn't get any less reliable on a reasonable source unless you're going to just stand out in front of Kroger and hand out business cards. Okay. You might as well be pulling leads. You might as well be calling out of the phone book. And back in the day they did that. Not kidding. But circle dialing, of course, I'm not advocating for circle dialing, but it's a thing. You don't want to get rack up a bunch of do not call fines, you know, DNC list fines, but that happens. Okay, a step below that at number nine is I'm going to go with FISBO and expired. They solicited you in no way. You simply noticed that their house was for sale either by owner or that they had a listing expired with another agent. You were able to dig up their their, their phone number or you door knocked or you left something on their front porch or you stuck a, you know, a sticky note on their windshield or you did something that was completely one-sided, unsolicited, in hopes of gaining their attention and having an opportunity to sell yourself. Those are self-generated, number 10 and number 9. Number 10, circle dialing, number 9, FISBO and expired. Now, there are people that make entire careers out of this type. I don't want you to second-guess it. Certainly not prevalent in today's market. I think, you know, if you look at the, the marketplace in general for the last week, um, Louisville had a total of 12 expireds in our entire MLS. We had three listings withdrawn. The prior week was 16 expired. The week before that was 10, 11. That's not very much to choose from. So it's not, it's even less valuable now. So let's, let's not build an entire approach to marketing surrounding expireds right now. Fizbo's, you know, maybe a different, 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 more compelling. There's more of them out there, but still the market's too good for those. Let's get into the next category. I'm going to call this direct response. Okay, now this is where you're going to start hearing some things that you have um, some knowledge and understanding for. Okay, direct response is a piece of marketing that goes out into the general public waiting to be interacted with so that a prospective client can identify themselves, whether they passively or actively ask you to contact them and provide information as it pertains to real estate. Now, th- that this can come in a variety of forms. I'm going to I'm going to cite four. Some are more specific and some are more general. In descending order, once again, number 8, Facebook lead ads. Facebook lead ads look like I have a listing and I'm going to post an open house ad with a link, click here, register, come to my website, give me your information. Could be a new listing brand new listing, could be a price drop, 
Okay, could be a number of different events as it pertains to marketing a piece of real estate that essentially opens a funnel and asks a lead to progress down the funnel towards a sale. Now, this is a good way, a very inexpensive way to generate thousands and thousands and thousands of leads if you really want, but they're comp- they're, they're they're mostly unreliable. Contact rates are below 10%, conversion rates are 1% closing one on a hundred, if you're very good, like industry top, best ever, 1%. Okay. Now, um, it's also, I think, off trend because consumers smell this coming a mile away. In fact, to the point where we've taken the registration requirement off of all of our listings, we do very little of this advertising um, for the opportunity it creates to convert a sale and we've continued to do it and shifted our budget and reordered our budget just simply looking at it from a brand engagement standpoint. I look at Facebook like a place to to throw up a billboard in front of a prospective client. I hope that makes sense. Number seven, slightly more reliable but still not very is Google pay-per-click ads. Google pay-per-click ads are when you pay Google based on a search term to feature a link to your website in the consumer's you know, viewing, and then they will click over to your website, register, which prompts a conversation, which prompts further business activity that leads to a closing. Once again, off-trend. Nobody wants to be tricked, quote-unquote, into going to your website and giving you their email address so that you can spam them to death or cold call them when they don't want information about a specific house. Someone that does this very well, but does it from a from an organic SEO standpoint versus a PPC standpoint, is a local real estate broker and agent by the name of Joe Hayden, a former guest of Resource Podcast. Joe has no registration. He is ever-present anywhere you search for real estate in Louisville. People show up on his website and then they call him on his cell phone after Googling him to get his number to ask him to be his real estate agent. He has built a better mousetrap. Starting now, you'll never equate. You'll never measure up. I don't even try. I have a lot of resources to put towards it and I won't even attempt to do it. Google PPC is not my thing. Okay? You can do it. If you do it well, you can have some success, but understand, it's just slightly more reliable than Facebook ads and a lot harder to execute, by the way. Number six, in under direct response marketing, specialty lead sources typically come with a referral fee attached. This is something on the order of a home light, an op city, a redfin. If they don't have brick and mortar, in a lot of cases, they still hand out buyer leads in, in markets where they do have brick and mortar. They only hand out listing agents to their own agents when there's brick and mortar present. But if you're in a market that doesn't have redfin, like we do here in Louisville, you can get listing leads. All you got to do is sign up on redfin's website. You pay them a 25 or 30 to 35% referral fee when you get one and close it. Um, it's direct response. There is a value proposition from someone somewhere and that information gets forwarded to you in exchange for a fee. It's no different than you running pay-per-click ads and just converting at probably a lower percentage than somebody like Homelight or OpCity does. So slightly more, I would say that there's a substantial jump in reliability between number seven and number six. Um, Those specialty lead sources do close on the order of about three to four percent, um, three or four out of a hundred, which is actually getting to be pretty decent. 
All right, number five, which is you know going to be the topic of probably much discussion in our industry and always is, I'm calling it ZTR, under direct response, which stands for Zillow, Trulia, or Realtor.com. No, Homes.com is not even good enough to warrant a, a letter, an initial on this acronym. Do not pay Homes.com. I apologize, Homes.com. I'm sure you're great. I'm not interested. Um, I get calls from them you know, multiple times a week. Zillow, truly a realtor.com without a doubt. There is a substantial jump in reliability um, as it pertains to conversion going from seven to five, but also between six and five. You can, if you do it right, and there's, we, we can save this topic for another day, but if you do it right, Zillow can convert at 10%. That's one in 10. One in 10 leads they send you can convert to closing. Okay? The way they're doing it now with their connection calls, you, you can, you can get, have a 100% communication rate or answer rate, if you will, because they're, they're live transferring you a phone call. Okay? You can get 65 or 70% appointment rate face-to-face as showing at a house. You can take that and convert it to 40 to 50% writing offers and you know 25% of those to a closed transaction. So a total of 10% conversion, 10 out of every 100 leads close a transaction. It's extremely reliable, best in class, best in history as it pertains to direct response marketing leads. Zillow has built the best mousetrap, realtor.com not far behind. And Trulia is owned by Zillow, so it's virtually the same company. But these two companies, these two firms, Realtor and Zillow Group, have built the best mousetrap in direct response marketing as it pertains to residential real estate. I don't know that it'll ever be done better. Pause for effect. All right, let's move on. Uh, Now out of direct response, I'm going to move into what I like to call relationship management leads. More reliable, as you'll, as you'll hear me say, despite direct response being a huge part of my business, it's absolutely less reliable than relationship management, okay? I've got, um, I've got one and one only, and there's a bunch of, I would do, I would do number four, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm going to give you lots of examples of four. Uh, number four, but they're all under the same category. So we have a we have relationship management, and there is only one subcategory, and I'm going to call those force multipliers. Okay, now Jay, what the hell do you mean about force multipliers? Okay, force multipliers is when you build a single relationship, and it blossoms into multiple transactions, whether it be a, a few closely held parties that were have one decision maker or it's you know essentially just one conglomerate that can provide you with the opportunity to bu- help people buy or sell in mass relationship management force multipliers here's some examples new construction you get a builder the builder lists all their spec homes with you okay you may have to discount a little bit you may have to do some extra work you may have to do what have you that's pretty prevalent when it comes to force multipliers and relationship management but, but REO accounts so if you're the agent, the local agent for HUD or one of the local agents for HUD, you're going to get dozens of listings a year 
And you only have to sell once. You only have to, to ink the relationship once. Investors, that's a good one. Okay, little lower barrier to entry there because there's a lot of investors out there, but every investor I know wants to do multiple transactions throughout the course of their career, probably multiple transactions per year. But again, you build the relationship once, you ink the relationship once, you get to get fed as long as the relationship exists. Estate attorneys, divorce attorneys, Bankruptcy attorneys. These are relationships that can be that can be secured once and managed over time to yield multiple streams of business. One last example, agent referrals is another force multiplier. If you commit yourself to agent referrals, the activities build the relationship so you become an agent's resource anytime they refer someone to your area. Also, you can identify agents that have a propensity to refer to your market. A great example of this is highly productive agents in military markets, okay? If you know somebody that relatively refers, if you know a, another, another base in the United States that, re, that regularly sends via PCS orders active duty service members to Fort Knox as a Louisville agent, you can go to the resource, you can develop the relationship, and you can receive multiple referrals when you only had to approach them once. Force multipliers, once again, new construction, REO, investors, attorney referrals, whether it be estates, divorce, or bankruptcy, and also agent referrals. That's number four on the list of most reliable lead sources. Now we're moving on to the last segment. I'm calling these brand engagement leads. That is the type. Brand engagement. So you've all probably heard me say that there are, there are two types of marketing. There's direct response marketing and brand engagement marketing. Okay. Direct response, as I said, is an appeal for an individual service or uh, service or product. You're looking for hand raisers, right? You make an appeal you do a creative or an intelligent piece of marketing, and the person who's in the market for that service or that product raises their hand and says, help me. Brand engagement marketing is slightly different. At this point, what you're doing is you're marketing into the general public. You're marketing into the general public as to your competence, your trustworthiness. You know, how good are you at what you do? Do I like you, your likability? How are you the person to go to? in Louisville, Kentucky? How do you tell the market that? How do, you, how do you present your past success? How do you create the impression that no one else should be, should be talked to, approached? How are you the standard? When you do that, you get number three. You get market awareness leads. Okay, these are the least reliable of the group, but still phenomenal. How do these come in? They come in from reviews. They come in from organic SEO, like I said earlier about Mr. Joe Hayden. His website is everywhere. You can't miss him. You Google any address in town, his website is in the top three search results. Try it. I dare you. That, that creates a legitimacy that other agents can't reproduce. Organic SEO, social media content, proof of past success, posts, Proof of success, you know, statistics, reviews on, on, on 
the most preferable review channels, Zillow, Google, you know, other, other places to get reviews. Those are what I call market awareness leads. When the consumer goes looking, they find you in all the right places and determine for themselves. I got a question. They determine for themselves you're the person to call. What's more reliable, telling someone they should trust you or them coming to the decision on their own? Well, obviously, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. If you show up and they're already drinking, well, then the job is done for you. All right, number two, second most reliable. These are obvious. I find it silly. I probably should have stopped the list at number three. But number two is a referral from a Sphere of Influence member. How do you define Sphere of Influence, Jay? Anyone that knows you, that you know, that likes you and you like, that is willing to pass along a referral, putting their reputation on the line based on your level of success. Not your level of success in general, not that you're the top-selling diamond club you know, million-dollar producer with the fancy you know, plaques on your wall. How do you serve that individual client? The referral source is staking their reputation, their ability to make referrals in the future on your success in that individual moment. So it's got to be reliable, right? Extremely. All right, last but not least, number one, as you can probably imagine, as you can probably imagine, the most reliable lead source, bar none, anywhere, and it's not your mom. I mean, maybe your mom is slightly more reliable than any other lead source, or your dad, or your, your best friend, or your kids, but it's a repeat client. It's a repeat. I've illustrated for you the value of repeat clients on this podcast before several times where I've talked about how exponential the increase in income can be between one year and one five, year one and year five in real estate, just simply predicated upon the repeat business that you have the opportunity to get. If you don't remember, it's 4X. Your income can increase 400% in five years by just retaining the clients you sold in year one and helping them buy and sell again in year six. 400% increase in income. That's not possible. That's not possible if not for repeat clients. How do you get the repeat clients? You give show-stopping service. You go above and beyond. An agent of mine yesterday, and if you follow me on social media, maybe you follow her too. Her, I'm going to call her by name because she deserves recognition. Her name's Amanda Shea. Okay, not only has Amanda Shea done extremely, extremely well in a relatively short period of time in the real estate business, and Amanda, I know you're, I know you're doing what I teach by leaning into being new, so I'm not, I'm not uh, putting you on blast here by telling people you're new. I'm just simply illustrating Amanda's successes. Amanda has done uh, amazingly well, and I shouldn't be surprised, but you know, it's pretty amazing to, to get surprised by people that you take an interest in, that you like, you want to see success in. Um, so her post yesterday, okay, and by the way, seven, seven pending transactions and four closed, and she joined the business like less than six months ago. So if that doesn't show you what her success is, uh, maybe this will. And, and, if, and, if, and if 
you know, you understand how well she's doing already and you're wondering why. She finds out yesterday, supposed to close on a transaction yesterday. By the way, her, her client doesn't have access to a car at the moment and has a certain amount of money that needs to be brought to the closing table. That, that exceeds the amount that her bank will let her wire to the closing by about 800%. <laughs> so needless to say, quite a substantial margin. The bank just has a policy. You can't, you can't wire this, this amount of money. It takes, we, we have a max wire amount of this much per day. So it would have taken eight days consecutive of wiring a, an increment of money for the buyer to have enough funds available. They had the money. Um, to have it present at the closing table to do the closing. Needless to say, that doesn't work. As, uh, as my grandfather used to say, that dog will not hunt. Okay, so, so a solution has to be made. So what did Amanda do? Again, I, I, I mentioned the car thing because this bank doesn't have brick and mortar here in Louisville. The closest branch is in Nashville. Okay, and in case you're, you, you, haven't, you haven't driven I-65 South, I'm from Elizabethtown, so I've done it quite often, it's three-plus three hours from Louisville, one way. So what did Amanda do? She put her client in the car, and she drove her to Nashville to get a certified check, okay, so that they could close the transaction. I guarantee you, this client may or may not be a referral kind of person. Some people aren't. Some people are. Some people aren't. That's another lesson you need to learn. You're not going to get blood out of a turnip. Somebody that doesn't refer, just don't refer. But if she were ever inclined, or if there were ever, thing to, if there were ever a thing to turn a non-referral person into a referral person, it's what Amanda did yesterday. She didn't accept no for an answer. She left a memorable impression on her client by giving show-stopping service, by solving a problem when no one else was willing to. She put her in a car. She drove her to Nashville. She got her money. She brought her back and closed the deal. I told Amanda this on the phone yesterday, but I got to do it now. It might be a first for, uh, for resource, but I'm going to go standing O. Um, and I think that's a good way to cement and put the exclamation point on the number one most reliable lead source. It's a brand engagement repeat client. If you have time, if you have resources, I focus my energy and attention there first. Pay attention to the other nine lead sources because remember, there's no bad way to generate a lead. And each and every one of those other nine sources that you close a transaction for becomes a potential repeat client in five years, maybe less. Trends are changing. People are moving more often. But don't forget that when you put them into your sphere of influence, they never get away. They never want to get away because of the show-stopping service, because you're willing to drive to Nashville to pick up a check so that your client can close when they need to. That is what's going to get you that 400% income increase in five years. All right, folks, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully, this was a relevant topic. I, I talked a little fast because I had a lot to get through. Listen back a couple of times. Lord knows we could use the listens. Um, don't forget to mash that subscribe button while you're in there. Just a recap, you can catch us, and I missed earlier, missed this earlier. You can catch us on the text line set that comes straight to Seth's phone. It's the bat phone, 502-705-5667. Send us your questions. We'd love to answer them on air. Don't forget about the private Facebook group, Ask and You Shall Receive membership to the private Facebook group. Um, easy to find, just just search resource. It's a private group, but you can find it. Facebook.com slash the resource podcast. You can find clips with the uh, kind of funky stylings of uh, 
of Seth here on the uh, on the clips. You can find those also on Instagram Reels or TikTok at J Pitts Realtor on Instagram. J underscore Pitts on TikTok. You can find back to the Facebook page, links to full episodes, also full episodes on youtube.com slash J Pitts Realtor. Um, and stay tuned. We're going to bring you another JTPU episode real soon. Don't forget to listen on iHeart, Google, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, all the things, and Amazon. Ask your Alexa. Maybe she'll play the, po- play the podcast for you. Uh, that's all I got for the day, folks. Thank you again for listening in. Once again, I am your host, Jay Pitts, Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate, Remax Premier Properties. We'll catch you next week.